Hello, I am Avery or Hazel or Kylie. Hello, I am Lily. And I am figuratively dying. Hmm. Today we are covering uh, Love, Simon. Welcome to From the Closet. Uh, I said that in the wrong order, but whatever. Eh, who <laughs> cares about order? Order, right? order. Speaking of order, schmorder, spinning the wheel now to determine what we cover next week. And it's the parent trap, and it's going to be the one from the 60s, uh, not the mm. one with Lindsay Lohan, which I believe was from the 90s. We will cover that one eventually. Hey, another um, uh, movie that we put on when we originally started the podcast. And Lily's going to enjoy this one, too, because it's another romance movie. Mother! Okay, I'm good. We good. <laughs> yeah, uh, fun. Like, Lily apparently does not like romance movies, as I have learned. Like, okay, half of them don't even make sense. I'm going to wait to talk more about it because we haven't uh, gone past the spoiler territory. Yeah, okay, but to be fair, love does not make sense a lot of the time. I, fair enough. Still, though, yeah. like, at least to me, and I've been single forever, so I guess I don't have the best understanding of it. But, like, come on, I'm, I have, like, everything I want to say about this movie, at least about some of the stuff, I want to say issue, but some stuff I've been thinking about just with the love aspect, like, just ready to go. Yeah. So, um, okay, so... Join us tomorrow for Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated Season 1. Um, you can join us next week for The Parent Trap, the original version, a.k.a. the worst version, um, and something else. We'll find out what that is in that episode. And with that out of the way, this movie will contain spoilers for Simon... Oh, shit, I was about to say the book title... This movie will contain spoilers for Love, Simon. And I guess also Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Wait, that was the book's title? Yes. Hmm. The people behind this movie understandably and rightly thought that was too long of a name for the movie. Honestly? Yeah. You know who should be learning from that? Whoever made the... Percy Jackson movie. Hey, both were Fox, and this movie came later. I know, but, like, have <laughs> you seen that goddamn title? <laughs> yes. But, yeah, um, okay, so with that out of the way, spoilers for this movie coming in, um, three, two, one, it's Bram. Okay, now we're past this. Um, first of all, and I actually had to look up when this movie was released, just to be sure, who the hell is using uh, freaking emails to text each other like back and forth in 2018? Okay, so I hear what you're saying. Um... When was the book released? I actually don't know. Oh, right. Because this is a book, uh, they have to be accurate to the book. Okay, I guess that was um, until I know when the book released, that is. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, but like, even then, um, I don't think you know most people are using emails to message each other like that. You're certainly not falling in love through emails. Um, I, I, it's true. I can yeah. speak from experience. I can speak from experience and say that, like, I have, you know, 
met people online and I started really liking them like before I ever saw their face, but certainly never before I learned their name. Huh. 2015 is when the book released. Can't escape me today. So yeah. yeah. And and there's like three or four books, apparently. I've only read the first one. Um, and then Love, there's the Love Victor show, which I guess we'll go ahead and put out there now. Um, I think Love Victor is entertaining. It is nowhere near as good as Love, Simon in my eyes. But it it's a very fun watch. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to cover it because it is a Hulu original and Lily does not uh, have Hulu. Um, how many seasons? Uh, three right now. I don't know if it's still ongoing. Hmm. I mean, there is, like, if we really want to cover just a lot of stuff on Hulu, I can just redeem, like, a free trial and we can just go ham for an entire, what is it, month, week, whatever. Yeah, I think you get a month, but I, I wouldn't know for sure. They may only do a week free trial, and if that's the case, that'd yeah, be really rough. That'd be way too short, but if it was a week, uh, month, then what I just suggested is possible. Yeah. Because, um, like, in a week, we could maybe only get, like, four episodes recorded. And that's assuming I don't record uh, an episode of the special project that we still can't talk about. Wait, when is this episode being released? I mean, this episode is... Okay, hold on. Let me look. This is being released on the 29th. Oh, wow. And I don't know if this project is going to be fully ready by then because I want to be an episode ahead before I release the first episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll just okay. That's what leave I, that um... We'll just leave that there for now. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Love, Victor is currently out of the cards for now. Um, but hmm. I actually put this movie on the wheel pretty much at the start of this podcast. And at that time, I didn't even know about Love, Victor. But I, I remember... also didn't. I didn't you, feel it was worth removing uh, hmm. Love, Simon from the wheel. I remember you um, texting me. It's like, yeah, I may or may not have been binging Love, Victor. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I spent all day yesterday watching Love, Victor, and I'm like partway through season two already. Really? Um, um, wait, what... How like, where does it take place? Like, like when does it take place, I guess? It still takes place uh, in Creekwood, mm -hmm. but, like, Simon, Leah, and Abby, and Bram and all them, they've already graduated, and uh, I don't know where Leah and Abby are, or Nick, um, but Simon and Bram moved to New York, uh, we do get to see them in the show, but for, like, one episode, and Simon's voice is there a lot. Hmm. Because Victor and Simon are exchanging text messages, and Simon's, like, giving Victor advice and stuff. I swear to God, are they still using email? No, they are using text messages. Okay, finally. <laughs> <laughs> You know, SMS, which is also becoming quickly outdated. Okay, that's becoming quickly outdated. But, like, email, um, text, like, usually think of email as business spam, um, business, business related, spam related, scam related, not text to your friend related. <laughs> okay. To be fair, okay, so this book came out in 2015. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to blame this on an out-of-touch adult. Like, 
I, okay, I'm, I'm not saying this as an insult to Becky Albertelli, but um, it is a little bit out of touch. Because, like, I'm sure her generation did use email to talk to yeah. each other. I know that was a common thing that used to happen. They probably also used a fax machine. We still use fax machines in 2022, Lily. Yeah, but isn't, like, back... In those days, every household had a fax machine. I don't think so. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I not. I remember. Um, I wanted to come in contact with this business, but I only had their phone number, like their address, phone number, and fax machine. I remember saying, "Oh, you have a fax machine, but you don't have a goddamn email." I mean, typically, I think people would go to, like, their local libraries or something to mm -hmm. fax something. But, yeah, um, we're not talking about the movie much, so I want to talk about this movie. Because okay. this was a big deal. Like, obviously, there have been, like, gay and lesbian romance movies before, but none on this scale. And no... Okay, this is, it. this is being put out by a major movie studio. This is 20th Century Fox, who, granted, they've been absorbed into Disney now and are 20th Century Studios, but at the time, they were a major movie studio that were kind of like, they, that were independent from the Disney umbrella. Okay. And... I'm going to let ahead. you finish. I'm going to let you finish that because my super off topic. <laughs> okay. So like this is a not only a gay romance story, it's also a coming of age. It's a teenage romance story. And importantly, it only got a PG-13 rating. If this were an indie film, I I don't have faith that the MPAA wouldn't have rated it would would not have given it an A R rating because the MPAA is biased against indie films. Okay, so you said that 20th Century Fox um, made this movie, right? Yes. Just a random thing that popped in my head. Have they made any movies about foxes? Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I know what I'm researching but, after um, the podcast. So, like, I I really love this movie uh, for, like, act, it, like, the amount of success this movie got is insane. But I do want to vent a little something. Because hmm. I wanted to see this movie in theaters, but I didn't get to. Um, and in order to explain why, I have to sort of explain how movie theaters make their money. It's not just, oh, concessions. Movie theaters are contractually obligated to sh screen a movie for one week. And most of the profits from ticket sales for that one week go back to... Like, the people behind the movie. Um, this is why you hear people make such a big deal about opening weekend. That's because the most money going to the studio is from the opening weekend. It's more of, like, the whole yeah. first seven days just in general. But, yeah. Um, so, typically, when the movie theater is making profits... It's either on concessions or on ticket sales after that first week. Because most of the profits after the first week go to the movie theater. Um, My local theater screened this movie for one week. Then and that it was out. it. Yeah, they tossed it out. And, like, I can't say that they were homophobic, because this is Alabama, and they probably figured it wouldn't turn that much of a profit for them. Yeah, I remember talking about this um, a while back. 
it's the industry you have to decide whether a movie is worth it you know you put up a brand new movie you'd want to expect it to last a while because the first you know opening seven days you're losing money on a movie that you could have you know been saving Side note, this is also why Marvel movies tend to stick around in the theater for, like, a month, whereas other movies will get, like, two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, a- it, because, cause, you know, the theaters know that they can make money off of Marvel movies two, three weeks, even a month after the movie is already, like, the movie came out. You know, business is a big numbers game, and I would argue that one of the biggest is movies. Like, when do you pull a movie? When do you keep a movie airing? This is all things you would have to consider. Yeah, exactly. So I can't say I blame the theater for uh, pulling it. But, I mean, now I own the movie in 4K, so... Suck at movie theater. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Oh my god. Mm. I feel like I have to sneeze right now. Oh, that's the worst. But yeah, um... Uh, I hope I'll be good. That, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so I really love this movie. I will say, um, I have two issues with this movie that are, like, I contemplated giving it a 10 out of 10. I really did, but it's not gonna get that. Because there are two big issues with this movie that I have. Hmm. Number I'd love one. To hear of them. Number one, there is a homophobic slur literally within the first ten minutes of the movie. I thought you'd mention that. Automatically, and yeah. um, I feel the same way. That actually, I wanted to see when the movie was released. Is like, how passable is this? Was this before it was um, deemed, you know, a slur and whatnot? And it was very. Oh no! Surprised. It's always been a slur, well, but. Like, just in the not everybody guy. knew it. And I was very surprised when I saw it. It was, you know, 2018. A time where I'd at least be sure that um, a lot of people knew, you know, this is bad word. Don't say bad word. I mean, in fairness, um, it is realistic. Like, you can... That is realistic, yeah. Yeah, like, you, as a LGBT person, you can expect to hear that word at least once um, in real life used against you. Um, and it's horrible that that's the reality we live in, but it just is. But I feel one. like you can tell a great story without having to use slurs at all. And this is one that's like, it didn't need to be in the movie. Like, you, if you're not paying attention, you don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. But Honest, yeah. Like, I noticed it clear as day, but I can also see, like, you know, you could easily miss it as well. Yeah, like you take you take your eyes off the screen for a second and you're not paying attention. Boom! It's 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 already gone. You missed it. Yeah, like it was a background character saying it anyway. I'm actually I'm a little bit glad that it only happened once though. Yeah, and that's the reason that that only takes one point off for me. But the other thing I have an issue with is the scene between Simon and his little sister when she finds out that he's gay. This interaction went down so differently in the book. 
Like, oh, really? Like, it was genuinely a very, very wholesome and very sweet interaction. And, like, actually brought me to tears when I read it. Simon was absolutely not a dick to his sister at all. And the movie does not give him enough credit. I guess um, the movie would rather build tension in this scene than do the book. Um, I'm actually a bit interested. So you only told me to watch the um, cinema therapy. Is there not a book to movie adaptation video on this? There, uh, the typically the series that we like to uh, just to give viewers context. Typically, the series that we like to watch for book-to-movie adaptations is a series by Dominic Noble called Lost in Adaptation. Mm -hmm. There is not one for this movie, and I did not feel like scouring YouTube for a good one. Okay. So you're going to have to be the expert on the book because... Yeah. The book is more or less the same, but there are slight differences, like... The movie actually, the book actually starts with, um, it starts with the conversation between Martin and Simon about, like, it, it starts with the blackmail. Okay. Okay, let's get into that blackmail, because, oh my god, I've never seen a more dickish person. I have. Okay, then. <laughs> but yeah, um, Martin, absolutely an ass. Um, he got a little bit of redemption at the end. Not enough to, like, forgive, uh, to truly atone for everything he's done. But at least he did something right at the end. Something right for once in his life, like... Oh my god, he is a mess up of a person. But also, like, I do want to say, like, the scene with him and Abby at the Waffle House, like, I think that was a good moment for him, too. Like, yes, he was still blackmailing Simon then, but, like, I don't know, I've seen a lot of guys try to tear down girls' self-esteem, and yeah. somehow get them to be with them. And, like, I I never understood. Logic and, does not connect. Yeah. But props to him for going the complete opposite direction and actually trying to build up her self-esteem. Even if he was doing it. Well, not, I wouldn't say the worst. There's worse things that you can do, but blackmail is definitely up there. Yeah, blackmail, okay. And, and let's address some other people's complaints about this movie. The main complaint I see people having about this movie is the uh, Simon's friends and saying that they were assholes. And I'm like, no, I don't agree with you at all. I saw somebody saying that, like, they basically mm. abandoned him when he needed them most. That's not true. Um, if you pay attention to the movie, the movie explicitly says he avoided them. It very clearly says that. They are understandably upset about everything going on mm -hmm. and like the complaint that they make it all about themselves they're teenagers when you're that age everything is about you that is very true honestly like when I heard you say that I thought um it was going to be more of a mention of what happened in earlier in the movie Especially when the um, the first email got leaked, and then it's like, ah, uh, wonder who this is. Ah, uh, what a terrible 
person. Like, imagine being gay. But instead, like, most people, like, when he was outed, most people were, uh, like, supportive. You can, like, even see messages coming through on, like, his phone and computer of, like, people mm -hmm. being supportive. Uh, but then you get these two guys who show up, like, in the cafeteria. And, um, I mean, you've seen the movie. You know what they did. Of course I know what they did. I mean, I wasn't just talking to you, more than uh, yeah. the people listening as well. And it's like, I fucking love that teacher when she just comes in and absolutely destroys them. Hilarious. It was one of the peak mo moments in this movie. As well as, like, another peak moment in the movie, showing, like, his... Friends coming out as straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was... I actually want to say that's the best part of the movie. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that scene was hilarious. Especially that one uh, bit where, like, Abby says, I like men. And her mom says, you get that from your daddy's side. I like the pure ridiculousness of that, is that these are, they're telling their straight parents that they're straight, and their reaction is just golden. Yes. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> and I mean, it really highlights how ridiculous it is that gay people have to come out. Like, you know, obviously trans people will always have to come out because, mm -hmm. like, if we don't, like, how are we going to be able to, like, expect people to call us by a different name and pronouns if we literally never tell them to? I expect all my friends to be able to read my mind and then gender me correctly. Yeah, see, exactly. It's like, it, it's never going to be a situation where trans people don't have to come out. But I hope that someday, like, we get to a point where, like, lesbian, gay people, bi people, pan and so on. Like, I hope we get to a day where that's not a thing anymore. And it's just, you know, oh, your daughter brought home a girl? Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I never really came out, not in a formal sense. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm bi. Um, am I going to bring back someone? No, I'm single forever. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it before, about, like, how, like, have you settled on the demisexual label, or, or are you still, like, considering it? I think I'm generally um, settled on that, though more of a, on a lower end than most people that I've seen, but definitely still there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not demisexual, I am graysexual, but like, mm -hmm. as far as like the romantic side of things go, I'm Certainly not anywhere on the on the aromantic spectrum. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think, like, you know, even though, like, I am a bisexual trans woman, like, this movie is still relatable to me because, like, you know, I've had to deal with the struggle of being afraid to come out. And, like, unfortunately, like Simon, I didn't have... Uh, parents that were going to be supportive like my father is supportive but i never lived with him and um mm -hmm. the people that i grew up with they don't support me and it's been really difficult and they still insist on dead naming me i guess i can uh consider myself a little bit like simon because well i mean i had that you know, liberal parents. 
but you know, for that one reason or another, it took me a long time to actually come out to them. Yeah. And I mean, hell, I think it took you longer than Simon because mm-hmm. Simon came out when he was 17. Um, and I think you were 18, right? Actually, was I seven? Oh God, I cannot. No, yeah, no, I must have been 17. Also, uh, just a side note on the age thing. Um, there's this moment in the movie where Simon comments that like Ethan has been out since he was 16 and like he makes that sound like it was so long ago and I'm like it's been one year <laughs> which you know I guess when you're a teenager one year feels like a long time but I mean as a 25 year old one year's pretty much nothing anymore to me yeah I mean I'm still in that phase of where a year is just forever it, it's never ending like it does not feel like it's been s- seven years six seven it, it, it's 2022 six years since i graduated high school like it just doesn't feel like it's been that long hmm And I'm still having to kind of get used to the fact that, like, it feels like years are shorter. Yeah. No, I feel like once... Although 2020, that was a long year. No, it feels like, to me, actually living, you know, it feels like years are so long, and then remembering it back, it's like, what? That, That feels like yesterday. It was two years ago. I mean, can you believe this podcast is pretty much a year old at this point? I mean, in terms of, like, uh, in terms of us recording this, we've been doing it for a year. But in terms of actual releases, it won't be until August where we've been doing it for a year. In the October. Did I not say October? You said August. Motherfucker. Like, I literally had October in my brain. For a split second, I was like, wait, is it this month, August? But yeah, also, uh, fuck, I forgot to mention it. I probably should have said this earlier. You can watch this movie on Hulu. I have no idea what kind of plan you need to have to watch it, because it wasn't available on my Hulu plan. And also, it's currently free on Amazon Prime Video for some reason. Yeah, it feels like um, some videos that we just land on the wheel, it's just free on Prime Video also. Yeah, and then also, um, there will be a link below to purchase this movie or rent it. Which, funny enough, those options still show up for me, even though I already own the movie digitally. Yeah, that's a bit weird. But do you want uh, do you want to buy it again? No. But why not? You can re give us your money. It's so dumb that it does that. But yeah. Um though, so, didn't you say you only have as far on, as like uh, SD? I wonder if you can buy it like HD no, or Ultra HD. No, I literally have SD, HD and 4K. Okay, then I have no other explanation. Yeah. Unless, I don't Um, know, gift it to your friends. Some other, like, another minor thing that I have to say about, like, book versus movie. I think that, like, whether or not Leah liked Nick is a little bit more unclear in the book. And I feel like maybe she might have... Hmm. And they never really it, there. There was never an explicit explicit statement that Leah liked Simon in the book, from what I remember. But I like I read this last year, so um, yeah, or maybe it was the year before. I don't know. Time is confusing. Yeah, um, 
So there is that like angle there. Um, also, I think it's worth noting that like I'm not sure if this is a hundred percent accurate, but I believe I heard that during the filming of this movie, the actor who played Simon and the actress who played Leah were in a relationship. And yeah. during that scene where, like, Leah sleeps over at Simon's house, they came very close to kissing a couple of times, and they actually told the director, if we kiss, you're using it. <laughs> okay, then. It didn't happen, obviously, because yeah, that it never didn't happened. appear in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, like, that was something I heard in the commentary, and obviously, like, I can't rewatch the commentary because my Blu-ray, uh, like, the Blu-ray thing in my PS3 doesn't work. Right, you need a new um, Blu-ray, something that can play Blu-ray. Yeah, hopefully I can get a PS5 if Sony ever makes them available. Avery. I thought we stray from talking about um, mythical objects in this podcast. <laughs> That's a lie, but I needed it for the joke. It was a bad joke. Oh, come on. Okay, something I do really like about the romance aspect of this movie, and I've never seen another movie do this before is, like, making you think it's several different guys before finally revealing at the end who it actually is. I did find that interesting. Yeah, like, that was a really cool aspect to it, and, like, it actually ended up being one of the guys that we suspected early on. Um, and, like, also the emails would be read in that guy's voice, so... There was that angle, too. Mm -hmm. Also, the actor who plays Bram, we will be seeing him again. Um, I don't know his name, but he is in The Flash, the TV oh. show, the, the Arrowverse TV show. And we are going to cover the Arrowverse some at some point. We still haven't quite 100% figure out how to do it. Wait, there's also something I've been in off topic completely. Why the hell is it called the Arrowverse? Because it started with Arrow. Who the? Do they shoot with an arrow? Yes. Okay. The, um, end of questioning. That's all I need to know. But yeah. Um. So. <laughs> crap. There were. <laughs> There was tons of other shit I wanted to say about this movie. Fuck! <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm trying to remember shit, and I can't, because I'm too focused. Oh my goddamn nose acting up for no reason. It was not acting up before the podcast. Um, we're ever going to talk about how, like, some of the common criticism of the movie, or how it plays the, um, you know, coming out in a more positive light than it actually is. I I think Cinema Therapy pretty well covered, uh, you know, that angle of it, because, like, um, it, it's just like the, the guest on that show said that, like, it, you know, no two people have the same experience. Um, mm -hmm. And, like, for some people, coming out can be like that. Um, it obviously wasn't like that for me, but, like, at the same time, movie... I, I'm gonna... Actually, I'm gonna go a different angle with it. At the same time, like, even though it wasn't like that for me, movies are supposed to be a fantasy. They are an escape... Uh, the, the coping mechanism, that's the word I'm looking for. They're a coping mechanism for many, many people. Mm -hmm. So to have some, so you know, like, I think it's fine. Like, it's not meant to be a perfect reflection of real life. It's meant to be a story. Mm -hmm. 
I think, yeah, well said. Yeah, and, like, obviously, uh, you know, something that probably shouldn't have to be said, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it, um, don't out people. Because it's probably not going to go as well as it did for Simon. And yes, I'm saying that went well. Because yeah, I mean, relatively speaking, a whole lot worse could have happened, even here in the U.S. Also, while we're at it, don't blackmail people, and especially not in that sort of way. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to me, too, but... If you see other people's emails, just delete... Just Wait, don't delete them. That's also <laughs> Log out the No, computer. just log out. <laughs> like, come on, use common sense. Be a good person. Um, but yeah, um, there, there's also a lot of jokes in this movie that, like, really kind of make me laugh, and then I'm like, oh, that didn't... Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> One in particular is uh, when Bram shows up to his party dressed as post-presidency Barack Obama, and he says, I'm hoping Trump doesn't destroy my legacy. He did. Yeah, he was... Not that there was much to begin with, but Trump was one of the worst presidents we've ever had. Um, oh no, we're going to get comments from our zero commenters. Yeah, I don't care. It's not Arts. often a, a president commits sedition, which is just a step below treason. Sorry, you... You automatically earn the title of worst president of history when you do that shit. Whatever we get comments, I'm not sure. <laughs> and, like, also, I think it's fair to say this, because we're talking about a president who scaled back LGBT rights, like, several years. Um, that so, is true, no. yeah. Um, so, like, no, fuck him. Hell, he's also one of the main causes of why it's being threatened now, today. Yeah. But I don't think we should go too much deeper into this, because... Uh, I actually think um, we covered all the basics of the movie. What do you think? Um... No, I think I have some other comments. Okay, so... Okay. I'll let you have them. Uh, I, I think the teacher um, is one of the greatest ever. Like, funniest shit in the movie. Principal is kind of... Mu a bit Principal much. Like, there. you know... Yeah, he was a bit much, though. Like, I don't know, dude. Like... Let kids text in the halls. What's the issue? <laughs> I think that's like as long it. as they aren't texting in class, then mm -hmm. it's fine. No, I think that's really how he was written. A bit much. That's basically his mo right there. And then, like, okay, so we have several other... Oh, oh, God, I just remembered so much about the family that I want to talk about. So I'll get to that in a man minute. But, like, there's so much other stuff, too, with the principal. Like, just assuming that the one other out gay kid in the school is Simon's boyfriend. Like, really? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> but also, you know... Let's talk about Ethan for a second. Ethan, um, I don't know how to word this uh, correctly. He's very good at comebacks. Yeah, that's... Like, um... <laughs> like, he embarrasses people who are trying to be homophobic towards him. 
and it is quite hilarious, hilarious to see. Can we get some hummus for that baby carrot? Uh, great times, great times. Yes. Um, also, um, when I initially watched this movie, I did not know about... Um, I did not know about referring to some gay men as bears or, you know, know about the, the existence of the bear tribe. So uh, originally on my first viewing, the a little bird birdie told me you're into bears. Uh, initially, that joke flew over my head. I get that one now. That's very that's still very awkward coming from Martin. Yeah, I mean, I've always known it, though I feel like sometimes I've tried to forget it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so the family. Um, I have to talk about the family. Apparently the line where uh, his mom says, you get to exhale now, Simon, apparently that line was improvised. Um... <laughs> And, like, it makes sense, because we had the earlier line about, like, oh, these past few years, I can feel you holding your breath. Um, and, like, it, it's a really, it, it's a really refreshing thing to hear, but also, it, like, also, it really makes sense within the context of the story, because she's a therapist. And I have no idea what their dad, like, what Simon's dad does, but... Oh, yeah. Um, also, I'm not 100% sure, but I think... I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think the sister's name was Nora. So that's what I'm going to call her. <laughs> I don't know if they actually said it in the movie. I don't remember. I mean, they had no reason to say yeah. it because it's just... Yeah, that's my sister. It's the sister, sister, sister. Like... No one really referred to her by her name, at least I can remember. Yeah, and definitely not something that was mentioned in the movie was, like, why the dog was named Bieber. Because Simon's sister named her the dog after Justin Bieber. Okay, that's, that's a bit funny. But yeah, um, I think that's a, it, it's a really sweet moment there, and like, I, I think that was, I, I just think that was a great moment. Now, the father, on the other hand, uh, we gotta talk about the father, because the father is an interesting character. Um, We're just high so obviously, what he does, and I just think about it, it's like, all we really see him do is try to make a video and put up Christmas lights. There's a lot more we see him do. Um, namely, making jokes about gay people and just mm -hmm. assuming Simon is straight and also assuming Nora is straight. Um, which, you know, to be fair, I don't know that she isn't, but like, th this is one of those things where, like, it's sort of a cautionary tale. Like, you know, don't just, like, because you don't understand something, don't just assume that, you know, everyone around you is not in that minority and don't make jokes about them because you never know who you might be hurting. It's and interesting it's like, how he never it, go ahead. really, um, there's not much malice behind his words, but, and you can actually see that a lot in today, where a lot of people don't know what they're doing when they say stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, just because you're not being malicious intentionally that doesn't mean that what you're doing is okay like it's true you get you're you're still hurting people when you make jokes like that and like 
even if one of the people, like, even if none of the people are around you are LGBTQ, and you make a joke with, like, us as the butt of the joke, you don't know if one of their friends might be LGBTQ, mm -hmm. or one of their siblings. Or hell, I've... their partner could also be LGBT in some way. And, and, and you don't know. Um, I've actually been in that um, situation of where, you know, people are making jokes about it's always the same thing, you know, the attack helicopter, um, I can be whatever gender I want to be, so I'm this random thing. Oh, but you can't say that thing because then you're going to get cancelled on Twitter. All of those jokes. And this is when I was still yeah. closeted to at least my um, all my friends just saying a lot of that, you know, all I could do is just keep quiet. Yeah, and like, they, also too, like, they only have one joke, it seems. Because it, it's always a fucking attack helicopter every single time. Uh, I, I've yeah. seen a lot of them. Oh, you're gonna get cancelled on Twitter, don't don't say that. Like, uh But yeah, like, um, it, it's just like Cinema Therapy said, like, when, um, when Simon comes out, like, what you see, like, it, the dad's expression literally says it all. It's like, like, he, in his mind, he's just running through all the stupid jokes that he said in the past and realizing that he's hurt his son. And then he tries to undercut the tension with another joke that's still not appropriate. Um, and, like, he realizes that he's hurting his son and, like, he doesn't know how to not do it, so he just gets, gets up and walks away. Um... And, like, that's very real, too. Like, I've been there. Like, I'm the type of person where, like, when I say something and, like, I hurt someone, I have to get up and walk away for a bit. And, like, yes, I will apologize a bit down the road, but I need to get away from the situation and clear my head because, like... Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just who I am. It's how I'm built. Like, I have to get away from the situation first. Um, Reapproach it with um, a clear mind is a strong yeah. strategy. Exactly. And, like, the scene later, too, when, like, he's apologizing, and uh, <laughs> then he suggests that they should sign up for Grinder together. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that was great. <laughs> it's Facebook for gay people. No, it's not. <laughs> That's what he said. But yeah, that was... Okay, so before we end this, I do want to talk about Martin a little bit more. Um, yeah. I, I really... It, there's a moment during this blackmail where I'm like, oh, I really appreciate this movie for taking this approach to how they're handling it. And it's when Simon goes over to Martin's house and mm -hmm. like Simon's doing all these things to like try to essentially change Martin into someone who hopefully Abby will like. And then Martin just kind of stops him and's like, no, I want her to like me for me. Thank God. Fucking God, they avoid this stupid cliche bullshit we see in a lot of, like, movies and shows where it's like, oh, fix the guy up so that he can get the girl. And obviously he doesn't end up getting the girl anyway, but, like, not only is this, you know, dodging the cliche, but it's also sending a message out to, you know, other teenagers is that, like, if they don't love you for you, you're then they're not worth it. Mm-hmm. You should never have to change yourself for another person. Change yourself because you want to. For you. Yeah. So, 
I really appreciate that. And then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, I want to talk about a scene when Martin tries to apologize for Simon and Simon is so not ready for it. And to, in his position, I would not be either. And oh, hell no. Yeah. I mean, like, I think even as an adult, I probably would have like decked him and left him unconscious on the road. Cause it, it, it would have come to blows for me because like in reality, outing someone can often be very, very dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. Like I didn't come at like for me, I didn't believe that I was safe if I came out while I was living with the people I grew up with. And even then, it still took me years after I left that environment to tell the people who I grew who basically quote-unquote raised me, because I don't want to give them that credit. Um, <laughs> it took Honestly. me years after moving out from under their roof in order for me to tell them. Honestly, I, I don't know if he actually mentioned it, but all those screenshots were on his phone, right? Yeah. Just deck his phone. Like, the Moe Blast just yeah, smash like, it. I, no I thought of that, got like, nothing. I thought of that when, like, you know, Martin first pulled out the phone, and I'm like, yeah, they probably could have done that, but this is probably a situation of, like, in the book, it would have, uh, they're probably, you know, you could have just assumed there was more space between them than what we actually see in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that probably would not have worked. Um, but in the movie, yeah, it's like they're close enough that he could easily just grab the phone and destroy it. Um, I just forget about grabbing the phone. I just, like, the way he was holding it, just like a downward push would definitely, uh, with enough force, could definitely do some damage. You know, a nice stomp afterwards, it, it's done for. Especially with uh, yeah. phones of this era, which would, uh, um, yeah, and I did, I did not see okay. no case on I'm that I'm going phone. to correct you. I'm going to correct you. Um, mm-hmm. iPhones and Samsungs of this era. A lot of the cheaper phones, for some reason, just tend to have way better durability. Um, I mean, would it survive an absolute you know, knocking to the ground than a good, um, just slam to the fit, you know, boot slam. Well, okay. Look at it like this. How many times have I knocked my phone onto the ground during calls where we've been talking to each other? Okay, fair enough, though. I don't know how far of a height that is. My phone is barely cracked. Hmm. Then again, um, I've had my like iPhone 7 for years now, and doesn't even have any um, dead pixels on it. Not, not really cracking or anything. I mean, there's scratches on it, but that's the worst it has. Like, the... There's no dead pixels on my phone either. Like, literally, the only thing that's wrong with it is the glass on top. Hmm. But, yeah, um, so one other thing I do want to touch on, and this is probably the last thing I think I need to mention. It's that moment when Simon is, like, sort of confronting Martin about, like, uh, you know... It, it, it's sort of when the black, the whole blackmail is being set up, and like Simon can't yet say out loud that he's gay. Like I felt that because I've been there, um, both about you know being bi and about being trans. Like it, it was a struggle to tell people either of those things. 
And like yeah. now I've gotten to the point where like me and um some of my straight male friends we can talk about girls and me and my straight female friends we can talk about guys and then it, it was weird at first um and really, people because... would go silent for a few seconds but i think now people are better um with that sort of thing really because all i can talk to my friends about like hey still single yep nice I mean, I'm single right now, so... I mean, a lot of talk with my friends, especially, like, um, one of the friends I go to most, like, not even they can ever think of themselves in a relationship. And, at least for me, I want to be, but, you know, imagining it is too far from my comprehension. <laughs> Holy shit, this is a uh, one this is a long episode. one. Yeah. I mean, I'm not completely surprised. It is a uh, it's our second ever um, LGBTQ plus movie and in my opinion a significantly a significantly better one than But I'm a Cheerleader. That is true. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and start giving the critic ratings. So I'm just opening up my gallery where I've got it screenshotted. And here we go. IMDb gives this movie a 7.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 92%. Metacritic gives it a 72%, and 90% of Google users like the movie. Um, I'm just going to come right out, 7.4. That is way too low. Honestly, like, I like the movie. I do. But this is also probably an exception to, you know, my mild distaste against romance movies. A lot of the movie was a little bit of a bore for me. You also, like, probably... Okay, I feel like part of this... Uh, part of my score is also reflecting the impact this movie had um, just on a, a general scale for, like, acceptance. And it's like... Because, yes, movies like this are going to increase... Um, they are going to increase public acceptance of LGBT people. Rainbow capitalism also kind of has that hidden benefit, where it's like, a lot of people hate rainbow capitalism, and I get it, I understand why, but seeing our symbols everywhere, and seeing LGBT people being embraced by almost every corporation you can come across... It's helping some people realize that it's not such a bad thing. <laughs> I do I do not think the benefits of rainbow capitalism outweigh the issues. I am not saying that. I am just saying that it does have some benefit. But with all that being said... Um, I almost wanted to give this movie a 10 out of 10, as I as I said before, but um, honestly, the scene uh, the scene with Simon and Nora, I, 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 I think that's her name, but I could still be wrong. That that drags the movie down a whole five points for me because it's just so infuriating how they destroyed one of my favorite scenes in the book. Um, and then, then I dock another point for the homophobic slur at the beginning. So this movie is getting a 9.4. It's still one of my favorite movies of all time, and I think it will probably stay that way for a while. Um, 
certainly top 10, probably top 5. Wow. But yeah, um, I... Go ahead, you, you were starting to say I something. Mean, really just, I guess we're um, done here. Yeah, um, pretty much. So um, join us uh, tomorrow for Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated uh, and next week for The Parent Trap and something else we don't know yet. And yeah, uh, until then, uh, I've been Hazel, that's been Lily, and stop with the selfies, you're not all that. <laughs>